Welcome to Bellies, Babies, and Birth, the podcast for all things birth and pelvic health. You know what that means. There is no such thing as TMI on our podcast. We're going to speak truth and empower healing on all levels. And we're so excited to have you join us today. And we hope you're feeling uplifted and encouraged with this information. Uh, The best part about this is we're building community here in Phoenix by speaking to other birth workers and providers who are doing their thing and bringing healing to you in their own way. So join us as we dive in together. Good afternoon, you guys, and welcome to another episode of Bellies, Babies, and Birth. I am Amy Vanderlinden, owner at Moment of Truth Healing Space, and I'm super excited that we have Ashley Strand joining us today. She's going to tell you a lot more about this, but I met her at Collab Culture, and she was doing an awesome presentation related to her business called She Speaks Up. And there's a lot behind that that I'm going to let her dive into, but she's also got several other hats she's worn currently and before and lots of life experience that I'm really excited to have her share with you. It'll be great for our community in terms of wanting to look at our health on many levels, emotional, spiritual, physical, um, so many different aspects. She's extremely passionate about those things too, which is why I connected with her and asked her to be a guest. So Ashley, thank you so much for taking the time to join us and chat today. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Why don't you go ahead and share a little bit? Let's start with, do you want to start with the back and work our way towards She Speaks Up? Or do you want to start with She Speaks Up and see where else it goes? Let's start with where we're at now and and where where I feel like God has me and kind of how I teach business from that holistic viewpoint that you're- Yeah, for sure. Because I think there's so many moms these days that have a little side hustle or have a- you know, some big dream. They want to write a book. They, they have a creative dream. Um, whatever we're all creative or entrepreneurial little, you know? Yeah. Um, and some of us way more than others. And I think those ones that are listening today that have a dream in their heart and they just don't know how they're going to do it while they have kids, um, you know, or, or just balancing it all and, and making it into reality with God's help is, is my, my passion. Um, our, our slogan for she speaks up is she speaks up for her faith, her family and her dreams. And it's really important that we keep it in that order. So, cause if we don't have our, our relationship with God, the rest is not going to fall in line. Right. And then if we don't have our family as our priority, you know, you see those people that are just crushing their businesses, but it's like, do they ever even hang out with their kids? Did they ever even parent their kids? <laughs> you know, somebody else is raising them. Um, and, and that's, and I'm not to say that like, you know, kids can't go to school or can't, you know, can't be in daycare or something. But I, I, I started homeschooling because I, I didn't want somebody else parenting my kids. I know that's not for everybody. <laughs> um, and then, and then speaking up for your dreams, like, you know, not getting lost in, oh, well, I can't do that right now because I'm a mom, you know, or because, and it is, it's, it, there is seasons and there is a balance. Um, there's a lot that I 
don't get to do because, because I I homeschool three children. I mean, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But I've got huge dreams. And so God's just like one day at a time, one day at a time. Right. So. Well, and seasons too. I think that, um, there's just different seasons for things and trying to fit it all in, in any one season, or I don't know, were you on when I did the thing about balancing the unbalanceable? No, I just talked about how I don't believe there's really anything such as balance. And I think that the pursuit of that, the pursuit of this perception that we can figure out the perfect amount of juggling is elusive and inaccurate. And so I talk more about rhythms and seasons and, um, rhythms within our day, rhythms within our week, month, quarter, year, and just recognizing how those seasons go and kind of prepping ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, so it doesn't necessarily have to throw us so off. Um, just, I would think too, um, I think one of the areas where our beliefs intersect is that, like you said, homeschooling is not for everybody. Right. But I think a lot of times we're just in survival mode or we're just reacting or, um, we're just doing what we think we're supposed to. And instead of making a conscious choice, like these are my values, this is what I'm capable of. Mm -hmm. So therefore I'm choosing ABC or right in this season, I do want to build the business a little bit. So I am going to choose daycare or whatever, but again, just having that be a conscious choice and having clarity on why you're doing what you're doing and why you're moving in the direction that you're moving. Tell us a little bit more about how you get that kind of clarity. Cause I know it has a lot to do with your faith, but a hundred percent. And of course, talking with my husband, um, I really believe that if you're married, that that it's the number one person you should go to with this stuff. Well, besides God, um, because a lot of us think we need to go, you know, talk to an expert or, or, or what, but your spouse knows you better than anybody and God knows you better than anybody. So what I do, I literally, when I'm like, like, let me give an example. I feel like that's really helpful. We had a babysitter for 15 hours a week. And that was when I got my work done that, or when kids were sleeping. And then she just recently left a month ago to go back home. She was a college student and I've been without a babysitter. And here I am running a two big businesses (laughs) and homeschooling three children. I'm like, uh, yeah, God, this and one is currently just growing. You know, it's that she speaks up is, is we have almost 40 members now, I believe since, and we just started in January, January, February, March, April, May, not bad for five months, but we, but the vision is hundreds of members, right. And, and creating a yearly event, um, for, for all Christian women that have big dreams. Right. And, and so it's like, okay, my high energy self wants to just run towards that. And then all of a sudden all this real life stuff is in, in, not in the way, but is there, right. It's like, oh, and my youngest is by the way, 19 months. So it's not like I have three kids that I can say, Hey, go read a book or leave me alone. That one doesn't leave me alone. (laughs) So literally when I get my work done is lifetime fitness, you know, they got two and a half hour drop off nap time, which is right now and bedtime. 
or, or when my husband's off and he's like, go, you know, I got them go, which he, luckily I have that supportive type of husband, but I have to make sure I give him his love languages back (laughs) or else he'll just, you know, feel like he's doing all of the work. Um, but yeah, I I go to God too. The best thinking time for me is in the shower. Um, I go to God and I'm like, okay, like what the heck? Like I was looking for a babysitter. I was like, and I'm still looking if anybody knows anybody, geez, I'm in Chandler, Arizona. Um, <laughs> I just need somebody like 10, 15 hours a week. Um, but it's, but I'm just go, like, there was all these roadblocks that came up. Just like nobody was, was a good fit that I interviewed. Like, I'm talking like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I want to leave my children with this person. Um, and I was like, okay, God, like what's up here? Like, you know, I'm trying to build this. Like I need a little relief. And I just felt like he was like, trust me, like, just trust my timing and, and, and trust your husband. And cause my husband's been saying forever, like, I will just block off my calendar. I'll, you know, I'll do what I need to do when like for this, you know, he blocked off his calendar to make sure the kids don't come in here and yell at me while I'm recording this podcast. Right. Um, and you know, it's going to be a lot of extra burden on him for this short season, but he wants to do it because he believes in, in, in the long-term vision. Um, and if you don't have a supportive husband, I always tell people, you know, the more conversations you have and the more you give them their love language, right? I'm such a believer in marriage. I like want people to save their marriages if they, if, if, if they're having issues and, learn their, even if they're not doing anything for you and they're not doing, you know, what you wish they would be doing for you, figure out their love language and do it like crazy for them. And, and that tends to, uh, it tends to go, Hmm. Either they get mad at first. They're like, why are you helping me so much? <laughs> like we used to do with some couples coaching and, and, uh, or they're like, they take notice, right? They're like, she's obviously like really trying here. Like I should probably do something for my, love my wife, you know, (laughs) give her her love language. Definitely. And I'm blessed to also have a supportive husband. And I think, I think in the early stages when my business was still just me, um, I didn't go to him enough. I put this like invisible, expectation on myself that this was my job and my work and I was supposed to just handle my part Hmm. and um that's probably if I had to look back and name any regrets or lessons early in starting my own practice that was definitely one that I should have talked with him more often and just more in general about more in general and I mean, now he even does my books and like, I'm part of a mastermind and my group's always like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Your husband gets on zoom for your section of the call. And I'm like, yeah, he's a pretty good guy. (laughs) Um, so again, those decisions and the juggling, cause I think that will resonate with a lot of people. Um, whether it's the married piece, the mom piece, both of those, the homeschooling piece, um, that's obviously escalated even more, um, since recent years, um, And so I think that, I think that we as women, I would love for you to chime in on this, vastly 
underestimate and the world even more so vastly underestimates the number of decisions a woman makes in any given day. Oh yeah. So I know that it, like it's, everyone's heard this before, but when I saw it written out as the actual statistic, I was, I very rarely scroll Instagram anymore. I'm only on there for intentional business stuff, you know? Um, but I saw this post that said that there was a study done that motherhood and what is required of mothers it is harder than 99% of jobs that, that men have. Like, I don't know how they did the study or what they said. Like, I think um, it has to do with like the constant barragement and constant, you know, emotional concern for the ones you're taking. Like, um, but I, I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so true. And then on top of that, I'm running two businesses. <laughs> um, and, but God knows that he know he also knows exactly how he made us. I really am a big believer. I, the talk you saw me do was about the personality types and your temperament. And I really believe that that has a lot to do with it um, and where you ask for help. Um, so if your husband's not available, cause he also works a 50 hour a week job or whatever, then it's, you know, asking a, a mom friend to swap you like, Hey, I'll watch your kids today. If you can watch mine tomorrow, you know, being resourceful. Yeah. Um, when you're like, even if you don't have a business, by the way, if you're not an entrepreneur and you're listening to this, you know, let's say you would just love to go get the groceries without the kids, <laughs> you know, find a mom you can trust. Um, you know, it's funny. We moved here three years ago. I was so excited to start over and meet new friends. Cause I, I was living on the East coast where everyone was really closed off and already had their clicks. They've had their whole life. And I'm like this bubbly West coast type girl, you know, and nobody was having it. <laughs> and so I moved here so excited to make, make new friends. And then COVID happened one month after we moved here and it was like, okay. And then I really struggled with like deep connections or like mom friends that I actually could even trust to do something like that. You know, I was like, I got, I got to get to know these people, even at church, you know, it's like, still got to get to know them first. Yeah. Can't just like your kids off with some random <laughs> person. So, um, yeah, that I would say that the number, so after your faith and your co conversation with God, sometimes people feel like they don't hear an answer right away and that's okay. Like, but it's about the constant checking in, right? Like the, Hey, do you like, you make the decision. You can't like, you can't second guess every decision you make. Sometimes he asks us to just make a decision and go, you know, but if there's something you're like, like for me with this babysitter thing, I kept feeling like he was like, could you just wait and trust me? And I'm like, okay, I'm going to, cause it was like this huge stress to keep putting out an ad on care.com and all these other places. And I was like, I'm just going to take that level of stress off of me and trust his timing on that. Uh, and then on certain things that I don't hear an answer, I just make the decision and with my husband, if possible. Right. And, yeah. and then just trust that if it wasn't the right one, he'll just close the door. It's happened so many times. I'm like, oops, well, <laughs> that wasn't right. You know, yeah. uh, or it was right. And you, you know, okay. Starting this business, not to trail off, but starting this business, I I, I, again, I don't know exactly your, your exact type of listeners, but I'll tell you that having 
being in tune with your own intuition and, and the divine, nothing beats that. No, no business strategy, no, you know, marketing funnel, (laughs) right? Like no perfect babysitter. None of that would, would solve the issues like this. And when I actually listened to that stuff and it's been a very trying time for me the last three years, because with COVID, I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to take my business online. I had made a seven figure business all in person with no social media. And it's not like I couldn't do social media. I just didn't want to do this business on social media. It was a very huggy, touchy, conversational type business. And I was doing health coaching and had a product I sold and all this stuff. So uh, I thought, okay, guess I'm going to do it online, right? And I had had experience online already. I'd, I'd written a book and we had a coaching funnel and all this stuff. And I had always not loved it as much as in person. And I was like, I just have to do it though, right? And so I I tried, I had a couple different coaches. Somebody helped create my funnels. I got scammed. Like, like all this stuff happened and it just, doors just kept closing. And I was like, well, what the heck, God? Like, I... <laughs> what do you want me to do? Like nobody's doing stuff in person. And I could, I could have like secretive meetings at my house probably. Right. But like, um, and it was, it was the craziest time. And I literally felt like he was like, just, I just want you to be a mom right now. Like, and I was like, what? <laughs> like, I've never not like been building a bit. Well, yeah, my entire motherhood, I've never been not building a business. And and, and I was like, well, what about like money? And what about this? And what about, you know, and like, and he's like, I just, just, can you do that? Are you, are you even like capable? Like, you know, like almost like a challenge. He knows my personality, yeah. right? So it's like a challenge. Like, hey, are you even capable of that? Let's see how, how much you can crush just being a wife and mom. Right. And, and so I did that. But then that, as soon as the world opened back up, I was like, there was this stirring of like, okay, I want to do something new. I don't want to go back to what I was doing. And I think COVID did that for a lot of people. It's like, I call it the great reset. <laughs> um, I was like, I want, I really feel this calling to do something new and I'm not sure what. And I was going to different entrepreneur groups in town and um, actually I hadn't gone to collab yet uh, when I got this idea, when I got the idea for She Speaks Up. I was going to a bunch of different ones, um, going, you know, going to a bunch of different church groups, all kinds of things. Like what, like, what is it that I want to do? And, and I just, I noticed a few people and we were having this conversation around, you know, there's no, there's, there's nowhere where we can go talk about our faith and our business. And I was like, Oh, really? Like, interesting. Cause I've wanted that, right? Like I, I wanted a place where I could save the Holy spirit and I didn't, you know, and I didn't have to worry about a whole lot of other stuff that didn't align with my beliefs being told to me and, you know, and in, in like a mastermind setting or, or whatever. And I thought, well, let's just try it. Like I didn't have a, I didn't have an LLC or anything when we had our first meeting. Like I was just, I was just like, let's just try this and see. And 10 people showed up to the first meeting and that was not even me really trying. I just told a few people. Right. And then the next meeting doubled and it was like uh uh-oh like people want this like I better get an LLC (laughs) I like I better go figure this out um and I knew I wanted it and I tried I almost tried to quit because I I don't know if you know this but I originally had a partner and 
long story, but it just was not a good partner fit. And, and so then I had to change the name, get a new LLC. And at that point I was really close to being like, God, I can't, I, I can't do this, you know? And I literally felt like he forced me into it. Like, I, like, just like, no, I, you, this needs to happen. And there was still that desire within me, even though I was like, I know how much work it takes to start a business from the ground up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know I'm going to be so exhausted. I was still breastfeeding my, my youngest. I mean, that's how, you know, and he wasn't sleeping well. So then I, I just, there was, I texted a few girls and they were like, no, please, like, you know, we need this. And so I, I kept going and in January, I think we signed up. I, I wasn't taking memberships at first. It was just like, Hey, let's see if you, people even want this and just serve. Yeah. I launched memberships January 1st. I think I had 24 people signed up and it was like, okay, this is my sign. You know, like it, it but it took a year before that of like, I, I wanted to do the idea. And then I, I was like, nah, not the right timing. Right. You know, I was, I was holding myself back and all of I that. Pause right there. I want to pause yeah. right there. So actually I was even doing it a minute ago. So I'm working on a book also, and it has to do with the behind the scenes stuff. Mm. So I was even just doing it a second ago when I was listening to you and you were like, oh, we just started in January and we're already da, da, da. And I'm like, that's amazing. And so people would look at that and they would think, oh, it whatever they think, right? We have baggage in our brain. We have magical powers. <laughs> hmm. You have magical powers. Oh, it's because she's white or she's pretty or she must have magical powers or because she she's just got this figured out. She's done business before or whatever. They don't see the whole year that went into before they don't see or know all the struggle and they don't see all of the prep and the angst and the prayers oh. and the asking and the waiting and the so I had a month of waking up with sick to my stomach at 3 a.m you know yeah I really <laughs> wish God would figure out a different time to get our attention I'm like I'm not I down with the three and four a.m not not having it um I remember one season God was waking me up in the middle of the night and I was finally like, what is the deal? And he's like, if you won't give me other time during your day. And I was like, oh, so I started giving him a bunch more time in my morning. And guess what? I started sleeping anyway, <laughs> separate story that just popped in my head right then. God, that was a long time ago. Um, but I want to stay on this thing because I think, and it's part of why Haley and Stephanie started collab. It's part of why you're doing what you're doing. You know, and the word tribe, um, as much as I love it, has also gotten just yeah. thrown around and diluted. Diluted is probably the best word. Your tribe is your tribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, I'm grateful that people are so much more aware, especially women, how much we need each other. We need community. We need tribe. Like raising our kids, we're not supposed to be doing that all alone. That was not how cultures grew and civilizations developed and pull in our little garages and shut the door and our walled off yards and all the things. Um, but to somewhat stay on point, the behind ish, the behind the scenes stuff, all of the sewing, all of the waiting, all of the asking and pouring into, 
I think it's so universal and how, how can we, again, I don't like the whining and I don't like the, oh, it's so hard. And one of my recent themes has been no settling, no suffering and no shame. And the suffering piece is really huge in terms of, again, choosing something consciously. Um, here's a really simple example. I was choosing to miss my son's eighth grade graduation ceremony to be at a very important CEO meeting of mine in Orlando that was part of something I'd committed to with my business group. Mm -hmm. And when they had done the dates, anyway, Trevor's graduation was way sooner than it should have been. I didn't initially think there was a conflict when I committed, blah, 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 right? So spoke with my husband. I don't honestly remember if I prayed about that exact decision. But anyway, as soon as I decided, I knew that I had to stop speaking about it. Mm. I was going to go to Orlando. My son was completely fine. My mom, thankfully, I expected some pushback from her. She was like, great, honey. That's what grandparents are for. We'll be there. And yeah, my parents are amazing. Um, and Steven was great. He's like, you're the one who's going to struggle. He's like, Trevor's fine. We're fine. Like I knew that I would just create this BS martyrdom suffering if I didn't just decide. And then that was that where, and I think we do that a lot. It's like, I could have been like, oh, I'm missing my baby's graduation. And I knew I had to not do that when I got to Orlando either. Like mm -hmm. I I stepped away from the group for a minute because Steven FaceTimed so I could be see part of it live. Um, but I knew I couldn't go to the group and be like, oh, I'm missing this. And da, da, da. But I think on a small, that's an easy example, right? Or if I'd chosen to stay home and missed my group, I can't go to Trevor and be like, oh, I'm missing my business group, baby. But I'm so happy to be here with you, right? Like we just do these mental shenanigans and the suffering all the time. Self-inflicted suffering basically is what you're meaning, right? For sure. So I'm just, I'm really trying to be conscious when I choose something, not to not reflect, not to not check in if that was the right choice, but to not do any of that ridiculous. Once you make the decision, just move forward. Yes. And to not create so much waffling and so much, yeah, so much suffering. It's so unnecessary, but I don't think we're really taught that. I don't think just, you know, now you're hearing the phrase mom guilt, right? Well, this is not the same thing, but we do that, right? We're, we're working. We're like, oh, maybe I should be with the kids. I'd rather be home or I'm missing this thing. And you're home and you're like, oh, I'm on my laptop or I'd rather, you know, oh, I should have written that blog post before I came home. Or, you know what I mean? We just do that to each other. And so I'm wondering if that's an issue you've addressed either with clients or oh, in terms like, of your own mindset. Yeah. So I, so I actually, um, I guess I should say I have two and a half successful businesses. <laughs> um, I am opening up some spots for business mentoring. You know, it's, I go, I always, I was always going back and forth about if I wanted to do that. And I just, cause I, I had a lot of bad experiences with business coaches and I just like, oh, I don't want to be one of those. <laughs> um, but I'm like, people keep asking me for advice. And I'm a big believer that this stuff right here that you're talking about in our mindset and our beliefs is 90% of our success. 
the strategy you can get from coaches or, you know, all that's great. That's 10%. I really, after 13 years and seven figures in one business and failing in another business and now starting, you know, I can tell you in from coaching, we, I used to coach dozens and dozens of clients. I've helped probably a dozen people get to six figures in their businesses. It's 90% what goes on in your mind and your heart without a shadow of a doubt. And so it's like, people keep going to these new strategy things or funnel things or this thing or that thing. And I'm like, cool, pick one. And then now let's work on your mindset and your emotions and all this stuff that exactly what you're talking about. Um, and most of my clients, yes, have been the moms that are trying to, to balance both because that's what I am, right? And so they tend to, to gravitate towards me and go, okay, they're like, how do you do it? Like, how do you not have the mom guilt? How do you not have the, I should be doing more of my business guilt, you know, like, or I don't look good enough to be on camera guilt or whatever. Oh my God. Like just, I mean, it's endless with women and you want to know why? I really believe that, uh, well, one, I don't believe our culture obviously lends to making women feel empowered, starting to get there. Two, I don't feel like a lot of churches have follow-up adult education on what renewing your mind in Christ and all this stuff, right, that, <clears throat> that, re that it really takes to be free. Right. You know, so salvation, in my opinion, is about being free and being connected to God. And if you're truly connected to God, the God that I believe in loves you, supports you. Yes, might discipline it. I always think of it as like the most loving parent you could possibly think of. They might discipline you every once in a while because you needed to figure something out. Right. Like, but for the most part, when you picture the perfect parent, they want the best for you. They want to shower you with gifts. They, you know, um, and that, but yet they want you to do what's right. Right. So, so there's, that is what I believe my God to be. And so when I actually lean into that and if churches really like did, you know, not, you know, everyone just goes on Sunday and then it's done, or they might listen to a podcast or whatever, but if there was actual like formation, you know, like, Hey, let's, let's form our minds, souls, hearts to the truth. That's when people break free. So it's, it's a little bit of what I'm doing in my coaching is like this soul formation that was never given to us when we were younger, unfortunately. Um, and it's in, it sucks because here's the main rate, whether you're a Christian or not. Okay. That's listening to this, believing in a loving, benevolent father, even when there is suffering and there's hard times. Cause I often think he uses this, the hard times to bring us closer. Cause you need, you know, you need a parent when you're suffering. Right. So if you, if you allow an, and you believe in a loving, benevolent creator, and then we, we lean into that, then it just gives so much more like purpose and, and like, I don't know what the word is. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, meaning it's so hard to talk about, huh? Meaning like it gives so much more purpose and significance. 
Yeah. Like there's, Wait. it's so funny. Sometimes it's hard to talk about spiritual, like things that I can feel, but I can't put into words. What was it? Oh, I know what it is. Um, it's this release of all of this stuff that the, the self-inflicted suffering, like you were yeah. talking about. That's most of our issues, by the way, is either self-hate or uh, judgment of others. I mean, that is really most of our issues in life. It's either I suck. I'm not enough. Mine, my big ones, because girls were mean to me in junior high. I must be annoying. I, you know, I, I must just be too much for people. Right. Uh, or, or it's, it's either judging ourselves or judging others. I mean, that is 90% of our, like, oh, that, that left wing or that right wing person, or, you know, or blah, 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 blah. Like it's, 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 it's always a, not an acceptance of what is, what acceptance of who we are and what, who others are, which is acceptance is another word for unconditional love. And then acceptance is going, I'm, you know what? Yes. Yes. Sometimes I'm a people pleaser and a whiner and, you know, and I, I procrastinate and I, whatever, right. All the things that I, we tend to hate about ourselves instead of resisting it and just feeling like, I hate this about myself and this, you know, your body tenses up when you think about it I'm just going, yeah, you know what? Yep. I do that sometimes. And just accepting it and then going, oh, but wait, I have a God who tells me that, that my, his mercies are new every morning. So every day I get a chance to start over. And, and if you really believe that it's hard to believe, sometimes I have to ask God for the grace of belief, right. To believe what he says. Um, and, and going, well, just, I'll just try better tomorrow. (laughs) You know, like, um, now the only type of self-inflicted suffering I do believe in is like fasting and, and prayer, you know, stuff like that, or like not putting cream and sugar in my coffee or, you know, like, so that well, but I, if you were, if you were choosing fasting, so again, I don't feel like that would be suffering. We only make it a thing in our minds because we mm-hmm. choose to view it as deprivation. Okay. But if you were to, again, like if you were choosing to fast for a healing with someone or for an answer for someone or for, I mean, sometimes I've done better fasting for health reasons than spiritual reasons, right? But, um, sorry, God, but, um, you know, I think that it shouldn't be suffering. We make things so much harder in our minds than they have to be. And I mean, I do it a lot. I'm just, I'm not saying it from a place of having achieved it. I'm working actively at that, but that's on my mind a lot right now. Like, nope, that's suffering. That's not, and I'm not talking about grief or the kind of suffering, like as humanity, or when we're truly grieving a loss I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about the mental ridiculous shenanigans that we, and you said like society does not do anything to help women feel like they're enough. It doesn't do anything to, I think to all people, but I think a lot of the messages and a lot of the targeting focuses on women because they know that we'll be the ones to try the thing or spend the money or talk about the thing we tried. And so I think a lot of the marketing messages are focused on, you need these eyelashes and you need those jeans and your kitchen should look like this and blah, 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 right? 
But back to kind of the mental thing that you were talking about and this, I love that what you're talking about with spiritual formation and soul formation, what are some practical, most of our listeners are women. What are some things that you work with clients or that you personally do to, for some reason, when you were talking, the book four agreements popped in my head. Mm -hmm. And another thing I think that's really missing these days, one, they talk about letting go of expectations but also like assuming the best about a situation or, or even yourself. So assuming that you're doing your best, mm-hmm. having the best of intentions. And especially when so much of our interaction is either online or via text or via email. So you can't see tone. You can't yeah. hear tone. You can't see body language. You can't really perceive someone's state of mind when they say something and when it's written out you lose context and unfortunately we are wired for negativity not inherently I think that that's where we've grown to and where we're accustomed to so we like it takes so much effort and energy and conscious choosing to try to assume the best about someone especially while we're waiting Mm -hmm. especially while we're like like actively, like even say you're irritated with your spouse about something being like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This <laughs> is the man who loves me more than anybody in the world. Like, you know what I mean? Just remembering the best about someone. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice, thoughts, tips? So let me, give me, give my thoughts on that part. And then I'll, you said, what's the practical thing I do. So first, like when it's judging someone else like you think something that that maybe is not true like you said a text or the more you can call someone and have a real conversation or if it's your spouse save time to talk before bed or whatever right um you're right like this this day and age we don't have enough like real actual conversations like vulnerability like Brene Brown right (laughs) um because we are all so broken and, and we're, we're not perfect. And that's the whole point that we need God. Right. Um, and to just go to them and say, Hey, like, I was curious how you're feeling about this situation or what, because I think I was feeling about it wrong. (laughs) I think I was feeling and thinking about it incorrectly. Um, I just wanted to see what you feel and think about it. So it, and just letting them talk and then not, you know, and you're not like angry and like ready to shoot a bullet when it, whatever they say, like, it's like, no, it's like actually having a conversation. I think the more actual conversations we have, I actually have a, like a problem with this almost. Like I, I will go and have vulnerable conversations when maybe I didn't even need to. Like, I just, I want like so many open conversations and I, I want people to just tell me their truth, you know? like what they really feel and think and what they need. Um, so with my coaching, I actually like, in the, you know, the talk you heard was around personalities and temperaments. The very first thing I want is I want to make sure people know thyself, right? Like know, know themselves, um, like in really truly. So I have them take the, the disc personality, but then also the strength finders because, it's not just about your personality. It's also about like your inherent gifts and strengths and talents. 
and take them. And I, we go over those together. That's kind of the first call. Cause I want to make sure, do you really believe this, this, the good parts? And are you just, are you aware of the vice of the, you know, of the quote negative side of this strength you have? Cause every strength that like people will look at me and go, Oh my gosh, how does she have, how does she have so much confidence on stage? And, you know, and how does she just like do the thing and, you know, whatever, just as much as I have the energy to do all that, I have a vice on the opposite side, right? Like it's crazy how, how it works and like have to fight, you know, the, the downside. Right. So, um, or just keep releasing it and just asking for grace and help around it. And so then after that, then we go into, we, I, I'm very practical, which is funny because I'm super woo-woo spiritual, like, you know, want to have the mindset breakthroughs, but then I get very practical, like here, what are your problems? What are your plans? What are your progress? Like, just let's lay out the, the facts. And then if the next week they still have the same problem plan and didn't do anything about it, then we're like, obviously this is a belief system thing. And we, we need to figure out how to rewire this belief around this because you're not taking any action and you're not, you know, moving anything forward. And these things that you say you really, really want, right? So if you really, really want the business or the better relationship or to fit into your genes, <laughs> whatever it is, right? You say you want this, but the actions aren't aligning then either a, you don't actually really want it. Like you don't want to do what it takes to get there. And that's like most people, cause we're just, Americans are entitled and lazy. <laughs> a lot of us, a lot of us, um, uh, generations that didn't have to go through war. Right. Um, but, uh, that, or there is truly a belief system thing inside you that, that sabotages you from, from taking the action. And it's, yeah, I completely difficult. agree. Or even like a sillier example, right? You're texting with someone and then all of a sudden there's radio silence. We spin up these crazy thoughts. Oh, she must be mad now. Oh yeah. She, she must not want to answer me back because she doesn't really want to go or like whatever, right? We do these crazy things and that's not free. Mm -hmm. Um, So like you were saying earlier, like your definition of faith and spirituality is like to be free. But I think that it's always a work in progress, right? But yeah, the letting go of expectations first with myself. Um, and again, not that you don't have drive, not that you don't have a to-do list, you have priorities, you have goals, you have plans. But again, the just, I'm just trying to get way more real with myself so that then I can be way more real and free with other people. Because um, time doesn't slow down. <laughs> and it doesn't necessarily, I don't want to say it doesn't get easier, like, oh, hmm, you know, but I don't mean it like that. But I just mean that I'm not going to suddenly have more time and I'm not going to suddenly have more capacity if I'm not choosing those things and trying to, again, make make better choices. And so, yeah, it's been fun. God's been showing me some cool yeah. stuff lately. And um, okay, so what I feel like if I was to boil this all down yeah. to one thing is being in the moment, but then in the moment, if you feel like you need to get out of that moment, 
like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're in a conversation you don't want to be in or something, or no, not that's different. If it's something you actually need to work out with your husband or something, but you're on the phone with the, whatever a conversation. You're just like, you know what? This isn't really serving my priorities. My kids are more important right now. You say, Hey, uh, oh, gotta go. And you don't even have, you don't even have to give them a reason. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll call you back. I'm so sorry. I gotta go. Like, and it is, I don't care if it sounds weird, <laughs> you know, and, and, and when you're truly, truly, truly present in the moment is when you're serving the person in front of you and then, and then having quiet time in the moment too, where you can listen to God and listen to your own thoughts and listen to, uh, and go and, and almost laugh at our own thoughts, you know, like that, the observer, you know, mm-hmm. Like, did I really just say that about myself? Like, come on, like, is that really going anywhere? You know, like, yeah. is that really moving me forward and like towards freedom? You know, freedom meaning like this, it's this freedom is this like beautiful combination of detachment from this world, but yet total presence. And you know, when people have it, it you know, and I'll tell you, you know, when I don't have it the most PMS, <laughs> That is definitely a whole other tangent we could go on. And I am older than you. So yeah, we're going to not go on that tangent, but yeah, hormones are fun. Another, another blessing of the female. Say, I may have to come talk to you. (laughs) We've got a great naturopath here and that helps a lot too. And nutrition and gut health helps a lot too. So, um, awesome. So Main business right now is the She She Speaks Up faith-based women's networking group, right? Yep. So our Instagram is SSU Network, SSU Network. And that's also our website, SSUNetwork.com. And you're doing just in person or both? So just my ring light is going nutsos over here. Oh, is that what's, I thought maybe it was like sun, like in the window. Strobe light. Um, Just in person right now in Scottsdale and... Uh, like Mesa area, but I I'm putting out the, I've put out a post it's, it's on our pinned posts about like, we are highly considering starting an online option for people all over the globe, all, all over, because I feel like this is needed. Um, there's not a lot of Christ centered mentoring and masterminding and, and all that stuff. It's true. And in finding your community, because think about it. If you are a woman who's, who wants a connection with God and wants to give God glory and all that you do, um, and you're being coached and mentored by somebody who doesn't get that at all. And they're obviously about self and, you know, being a boss, babe, making all the money, (laughs) which I'm, I'm all about making the money too, but, but like in a way that's going to glorify God and, and help others and not just be about the mansion I can get. Right. Um, And, and if you're not surrounding yourself with, and your network is not the same type of people, it's often hard to have people that are really rooting you on and really like, you know, have referrals for you or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, That's my main business right now. And then, and then I do all I have right now for business consulting is just a one-time consult because 
I don't have time for a big program right now or, or any of that, but I, I did open up my calendars for, for one-time consults. It's on my personal Instagram where I can give you the link if people want that, but yeah, we we'll definitely they, have that in the show notes. You're okay, um, y'all that's connecting cool. with you at Ashley Brookstrand, right? Yes. Yeah. My, my personal Instagram is Ashley Brookstrand underscore long story <laughs> why I had to have the underscore. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Um, any last pieces that you feel like we'll have show notes, you guys, and I'll link those two assessments. She recommended the disc, um, personality assessment and the strengths finder. Um, I'm also a big fan of Enneagram. You guys have heard me talk about that. Um, what is yours? I'm a seven wing eight. Oh, so am I. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. With, with some pretty heavy three in the side bar. Mm-hmm. My three is huge. Um, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Fun is my core value. Um, which is so funny because, well, okay, we got to wrap this up, but we'll, right. me and you will have a conversation about this some other time, but sevens, you know, they, they want to avoid pain at all costs. So learning to grieve well has probably been my greatest journey of adulthood. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I do that. My husband and I get really into like the fasting and like purposeful suffering, like suffering that's like for, for prayer and stuff, because it's like, I need to learn this. I need to be okay with this. This is not fun to not put cream and sugar in my coffee, <laughs> you know, or, or whatever it is that I'm right. fasting or whatever. Right. It's not fun. And, and I need to learn that more than any other type. <laughs> that's part of why I do CrossFit, except for I do kind of think CrossFit's fun. Well, it's funny how we can be disciplined about the things we like, right? Um, Like there are certain areas of my life. I'm an extremely like disciplined person and people are like, oh my gosh, you know, you're so, but at the things I want to be disciplined at, right? Like it's our challenge for all of us, but yeah, learning to grieve well has been probably, yeah, the biggest journey of my adulthood. Um, and I love Brene Brown and like one of my favorite things is strong back, soft front, wild heart. And so I, I check in on that soft front. I have some certain checks in my life. The word joy is one of them. Soft front is one of them. Cause I'll armor up, you know? Yeah. So, I put up walls all the time. I I'm yeah. still working on this in particular, um, because I love women so much and I tend to be the one that gets easily hurt. Right. And, and it's like, this is what I signed up for. (laughs) I, I have to remember that if I truly want to have this mission to help other women and other moms and, and at the same time, still be a great wife and mom, that's a, that's a big task. And I, I cannot take things personally more like, yeah, in the four agreements. Um, I cannot care if someone doesn't want to be my friend or doesn't want, you know, whatever it is. Right. Uh, I just have to turn off. Like, you know, I can, it can hurt for like a minute, but it can't take me down for a whole day. Like it used to, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, nobody's got time for that. And it's, the older you get, the less time you have for it. It is. I'll tell you, if you said, if we want to end with something is find a way that you connect with God the most, whether that's in nature or reading scripture or breathing, you know, (laughs) whatever it is. And then, and then if you are married or have children, 
make, make it your number one priority that you break any, well, I don't know if you call it this, but I call it um, generational curses, like mm -hmm. generational, you know, patterns that you're like, ah, oh, I do this thing that my mom did or my dad did. And I hate that. And I'm, I'm doing it to my kids. Like, or a belief around money or belief, whatever the, mm -hmm. the thing is that you see is obviously a generational pattern, like break whatever you can do to break that so that then your kids and your spouse get a different life. And it's a it's good not, motivation. It's not easy. Accountability is the number one thing, right? So by the way, what I did not, you don't have, I'll send you the link for our virtual wait lists too. For oh, people. okay. Yeah, we'll definitely include that in the show notes too. Um, because again, I feel like people need this that are, you know, people need this accountability and, and community around how the heck do I find time for God and for, for my family? I'm trying, I'm just trying to make ends meet, you know, and or whatever it is. Um, I just think an intentional life is so much more important than rushing to make an extra buck or, you know. Definitely. Well, like you said, we do need to wrap it up. You guys, I'm sure we could keep going, but um, hopefully you found this encouraging um, from two female business owners who are just doing the best they can to figure things out and share things as we figure them out. Sometimes you guys, if you followed me for five minutes, you know, I'm just sharing stuff practically in real time um, with passions and lessons and, and things like that. And so we will include all of Ashley's stuff in the show notes, definitely get connected with her, especially if you're a female business owner, more towards East Valley. Um, and we're both part of collab culture, which is another great um, female business group. It is awesome to see so many of those popping up where we can have tribe and we can have accountability and you can connect. Um, that is so important. Um, don't want to make light of that, um, too much, but, um, thank you so much for listening. This is another episode of Belly's Babies and Birth. So stay tuned for next time. Thanks guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Belly's Babies and Birth. We hope you enjoyed this content. Um, please join us over at momentoftruthpt.com where you can learn more about our physical therapy services focused on pelvic health for both men and women. We do all things pregnancy and postpartum as well as treat babies. You can also connect with us on our YouTube channel with Moment of Truth Physical Therapy. We really try to put out a lot of good educational and helpful content for you guys. That being said, connect with us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and make sure you reply or send us a message. We'd love to know what topics you'd like to hear more about. Talk to you next time.